0: Hello. Welcome to Healthy Perspectives, a podcast that takes on current cultural and social issues through a clinical lens. All right. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. And today we are going to get after the uh, fifth episode. And likely the final episode, unless I hear some things that I need to clarify at a later date, Uh, this should be the the wrap up for the backpack. Uh, We, we have gone on a journey for those of you who have stuck with me through all the first four and are returning for this fifth episode. Thank you so much. Mostly because I'm hoping it helps you. That's it. Like I, I, that's my agenda here. And so uh today if if all goes well this is, my hope is that today is the one that really helps you the most it'll help you just sort of figure out what your process is to get to the other side of sometimes pretty challenging things that we care and so a uh, super quick recap uh, of Of the last episode, we spent the entire time talking about that decision point. Uh, I wanna restate that is a critical moment now, everything that's in your backpack you put there because you wanted it there or you didn't know what to do with it so getting to that decision point is it can be tough because a lot of times you can get to that spot and still go i'm not really sure what to do with this i don't know what to do with this and that's okay uh at the decision point wrapping yourself with people who you trust who love you and care about you and all of that kind of stuff, those support systems, it's super helpful. And you should absolutely do that anyway. Regardless of whether you're making decisions today, next week, a month, a year from now, develop those relationships because you just never know. And you want to go to the right people at the right time because it makes all kinds of difference. But today, we are going to focus on the how to. When it comes to leaving things behind. If we leave the wrong things behind. And let me be really clear. You spend time going back to pick them up. So if you are not certain. If you're ready to leave it behind. Don't. Because then what you'll do. Is you'll end up going into these really strange loops these loops. And some of you out there are probably going, Oh my gosh, I've gotten in those loops. I get it. I know. And like, and and we've all probably done that at times where we loop back to pick up something that we put down that we were not ready to put down. I don't want you to do that. Those loops, the, the more we step forward, even if sometimes that means we carry a burden a little bit longer than we probably should. And we know we're doing it. Even if that's what occurs. The, the circle back method is so much slower. It's so much slower. So if in doubt, I know this is it's a lot of people are probably not going to like hearing this part. Even if you know, you've got to get rid of it. You've got to leave it behind. And move forward if you're if you have any doubts, carry it and explore it further. Here's why I say that if you listened to the last episode, we talked about parting things. Uh, I, I talked specifically about taking the magazine out of the gun, leaving the gun, but keeping the magazine empty, no rounds. It's safe but it allows you to carry the pieces that you need forward so that you don't forget so that you don't judge unnecessarily other people. And, and that's an important process. So when it comes to the, how to leave it behind, the first rule that I'm going to offer you is if you have a doubt, about whether you need to carry part of or all of this thing forward then don't leave it behind yet because your doubts will force you to circle back all right so that that's one rule to that i I recommend to people routinely it's like hey if you're not ready let's let's not yet you can carry it you've been carrying it Let's carry it another two weeks, another month, another year, if you have to, so that you can get to the place where not only do you know you need to leave it, but you know specifically how to leave it, okay? So then we're going to get into the specifics on the how. The how is super cool because this is, this is unique to you. You have a way in your past. So I'm going to ask you to, to think about that. In the past, when you have moved on in a healthy way from, say, uh, a relationship, uh, from, uh, you know, maybe uh, a, a dream, a dream to be something, uh, you know, whether you know it be a doctor or a lawyer or a football player or whatever, and you've had to move on from that. And maybe you did that in a healthy way. If you think back to it, the cool part is, you know how to leave things behind. You've done it before. And if you're thinking to yourself, I don't know, I'm pretty crappy at leaving things behind. That's okay. We're going to cover some of the possibilities that exist that could be good and healthy. And I want to make sure that we do that for sure. But if you already have your way of leaving things behind that you don't need to or want to carry forward. So, for instance, let me give you an example, because I know examples are really helpful with these kinds of things. I wanted, you know, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a baseball player. Uh, I played all kinds of sports. Baseball was was the one that I chose in, in the end. And, you know, I I got to the point where I did a couple of tryouts, uh, one with the Padres, uh, a couple of National Scout tryouts. And, you know, it was cool. Like I had a blast, you know, a day of baseball with a whole bunch of guys who are really good. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Um, And I enjoyed it. And I remember the day uh, that I was like, you know, I'm going to ride a dirty bus with a bunch of dirty dudes (laughs) working out in dirty gyms and for what? For what? Like, what am I going to, you know, what am I going to do with this in my life? I was a good ball player, but I was not, you know, I was not gonna. Okay. So, probably you know in my time I probably could have played some double a ball maybe gotten a call up to triple a injuries happen every year you just never know uh and then once you're there you're you know you're an injury or uh you know something a uh, one little thing away from being able to go to the big leagues but let's be real if even if I did go to the big leagues I would have loved it don't get me wrong i mean i you still <laughs> wish I could go beyond the fields I, mostly cuz I want to be on the fields I want to hang out with those guys and and throw a ball around and swing a bat and take some BP but here's the thing I wasn't going to be an all-star I wasn't I wasn't going to play every single day I wasn't you know at the time I was looking at guys like Roberto Alomar and Alex Rodriguez and Derek Jeter and you know like Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's going to happen. Probably not. You know? So my chances weren't super great. And I got to thinking what's most important to me. If I'm traveling on a bus and I'm, you know, I'm working at a grocery store, you know, six months out of the year and trying to do training where what, what room do I have for my family? I wanted to start a family. And so I intentionally unpacked baseball and I set it down. I said, what am I going to take forward?" And that is I played catch with both of my kids. They've never seen me play. They don't know how, 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 Talented, I was. And I was a good ball player, not a great ball player, but a good, in terms of the average person out there, I was probably considered really good. But in terms of like big leagues type uh, ball player, I'd have been pretty average or in some areas below average. I knew my strengths and weaknesses. And I had to unpack this and say, what am I going to carry forward? And sometimes, sometimes I work with ball players. I talk about the mental strength training that's necessary. What do you do when you're uh, you're in the dugout waiting to go on deck? Are you watching the pitcher? And I walk them through the strength. Training. So I keep some of it alive in my life even today. You know. And then what do you do when you're on deck? You get your timing down. What do you do when you get in that box? You take a deep breath. You focus your attention on. Letting go of anything and everything so that you can see it and hit it. Because if you're focusing on too much when you're in the box, it's too late. It's too late to get prepared. You're either prepared or you're not by the time you stick your foot in that box. And people don't realize. So I I get to work with it a little bit in my profession uh, as a counselor, which I love. I love doing that. And walking people through, how does the the off-the-field stuff impact the the on-the-field stuff? So I'm not completely detached, but the ceremony, the tradition, the pattern that I used was to take baseball and say, what pieces of this do I want to carry forward? And what pieces of this can I let go? I was able to let go of the dream of playing in the big leagues, I did. And, you know, if I got a call tomorrow saying, hey, come out, we want you to pitch a game or, hey, like I'm old, whatever, game on, let's do it, right? We we need a second baseman. I'm I'm your guy. You know, I'll do a day of it. I know that I'll be sore as crap the next day because I'm old now. But I would do it because it would be fun, not because it is my dream. It was my dream. I let go of the dream. Now it would just be one of those really great memories. Really, I mean, it would be a fantastic memory. But That's not my life. It's not, I I have no false aspirations there. I took that dream and I set it down. Now you'll notice as I'm talking to you about it, I decided what to carry forward. That's first, you know. The first rule I, I gave you. The second rule is, decide what, if any part of it needs to move forward with you. If you're going to leave it behind, don't leave. You know, they they say the what's that word? The, the don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Get rid of the bathwater. Keep the baby. Does that make sense? So I took the good parts of it, and I said I'm going to carry those with me. Those are going to stay in me. Those memories are going to stay in me. Those feelings, you know, walking onto a a somewhat foggy baseball field and smelling the grass and the dirt and the diamond dry, you know, and the pine tar. I didn't even use pine tar. I hated using pine tar. I I, I loved uh, athletic tape. I just athletic tape and bare hands never wore gloves. I would carry gloves in my pocket so that when I got on base, now they do that glove thing, which is awesome. Like, I I think that's cool, but the, I just carried my batting gloves so that I didn't break my fingers on the bases, but those smells, those feelings, the feelings of, of, of a cleat, a cleat on a base. Oh, so nice. You know, the feeling of, you know, step crossover, step, step. If you're a baseball player, you know what I'm just saying. And then the hand dangling, waiting for the pitcher. Oh, so wonderful. I kept all of that stuff. Those memories aren't going to go anywhere. I let go of the dream, but I didn't let go of the memories. And the same is true if it's a bad situation. If I'm letting go of the, uh, the, the, the sexual abuse, if I'm letting go of the emotional abuse, if I'm letting go, like that doesn't mean we don't carry some aspects of it into our future. I, I often tell people, uh, you know, I, I spent some time in the military and you know what they did? They taught me how to kill a person. I, I know how to kill a person. Do I really want to forget all of that and leave it all behind? Absolutely not. What I want to do is remember that I am capable so that I never put myself in a position where I kill somebody unintentionally. I hope that I never have to kill somebody. I have been very fortunate that I've never been in that position. Even my military time, I didn't have to kill anybody. Anybody who thinks that they want to do that, like you got to check yourself out if you're that person. But for me, I let go of a lot of pieces of the military. But there are some that need to be carried forward. My systems thinking, my ability to work with couples and families, it absolutely was enhanced by my ability to understand complex systems. I got to carry that part forward and let go of the dysfunctional aspects of the system. The military did not always treat me the way that I probably should have been treated. It's okay. There's dysfunction in every system. Every family, every couple has some dysfunction. That doesn't mean it won't work. It doesn't mean it doesn't accomplish really great things. I said something to you. I said, ceremony, tradition, and pattern. If you know your pattern, your tradition, your ceremony, that is going to be your most efficient way of leaving something behind. Because it's already built into you. Right? We, we when oftentimes, I see this in the grief process. If I'm grieving the loss of a person, the loss of the dead, somebody who's passed on. There might be a ceremony that I go through, a family tradition that I go through that allows me to, as much as we can, wrap it up in a nice little package with a bow on it, set it down and say, I've already taken out everything that I want to carry forward. And I want to carry these memories, laughter, Love, some struggle that I learned some things from, my growth, Um, our, our relationship highlights and the rest, the rest, I want to leave it behind. And so there might be a, uh, a, a funeral. Maybe I'll, I'll burn a candle every year for the first 10 years. Just to, just to make sure, or 20 years, or maybe the rest of my life, I will never forget you on your birthday. Your birthday was more important to me than your death day. There, there's a lot of different ceremonies that you could pick from. You could, you could journal. That's a ceremonial. You could do a procession. You could do a gravesite. You could do a, a headstone. You could do a shallow grave. You could burn incense. And there's so many ceremonial options. But let me tell you, there is something really consistent about the setting down and moving forward aspect of anything that you carry in your backpack. Ceremony absolutely matters if you don't have some type of a ceremony that is your letting go ceremony, you probably need to create one. Maybe you write things down and then you burn it as a way of letting go. Uh, maybe you, you, you grab a rock and you put all of that energy, you think of all the pieces of whatever you're letting go and you just, you, you, you in your head, in your mind, You metaphorically move that from your body through your hands into the stone. And then you throw it into the river. There are so many ceremonial options. You got to pick one. And you could do a different one for different things, maybe. Maybe relationships have a certain type of ceremony. The Relationships with the dead. Uh, Maybe relationships with the living have a different kind of ceremony, but it's, a, it's an important ceremony where you decide what aspects of that relationship am I going to carry forward and which aspects am I going to leave behind and then how I leave them behind. Ceremony, tradition, patterns. If you don't have a ceremony or tradition, create a pattern that works in one situation. Hit the repeat button and see if it works again. Trust me, there's going to be plenty, I, I hate this this reality, but there's going to be plenty of loss in your world. Not just in grief, but loss of things, of, of safety, uh, 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 of faith in other people that you're going to have to leave behind. Trust. There's also going to be your own internal stuff that you have to leave behind. Weakness, fear, anger. Same process, folks. Pattern it, tradition it, ceremony it. Those are the most efficient ways of saying goodbye to the pieces that do not do you any good. Now, that's the how to. But let me tell you what happens in the aftermath. You need to know this. This is a very important aspect. Once you have set it down, it doesn't mean you lose the memory or the feeling. They're not gone forever. The beauty of leaving it behind is that when you have that thought, or that feeling. You immediately have the ability to think back to, oh yeah, I remember this memory. I remember this feeling. I've already let it go. And those feelings and those memories will subside more quickly. We won't fixate as much. That's the beauty of it. And as we Practice the tie it back to the ceremony, the tradition, or the pattern. As we continue to tie it back to that, it gets easier and easier and easier from there to quickly, efficiently move to I don't need to give this burden my attention and time anymore. So, how do we leave it behind? This is it folks, this is it. The first rule, you gotta pick what pieces to carry forward. Create some sort of ceremony, tradition, or pattern. Repeat that pattern with other things that you let go. And then as the thoughts, as the feelings resurface, cause they will, You tie back to the ceremony where you let it go. And you say, I remember standing at that barrel and burning that letter to myself. Or to them. I remember that day I grabbed that stone. Maybe I painted it. Maybe I just, I I stood in the cold and held it. And then I chucked it in the river and I let it go. Huh. Good day. That was a good day. I no longer carry those burdens, even though I still have feelings and thoughts about it from time to time. The burdens, they're not with me anymore. That's how we get there, folks. I hope I hope this really took you to the next level. That's my hope for you. I appreciate you joining us. Please, if you know anybody who would benefit from this particular series, forward it to them. Please send me emails or, or, or messages or whatever. I'm easy to find, folks. I want to hear your stories. I, I love hearing your stories. Thank you so much for joining us, and I hope you have a great day. Everybody, thanks for listening. We appreciate our audience a lot. So we give you some simple ways to track us down. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the podcasts on different platforms. But you can also email us at at protonmail.com, Or you can check out our website at healthy-perspectives.com slash podcast. It's a backward slash. So if you want to go to our landing page, if you go to healthy dash perspectives.com you'll still find us you just got to click on the podcast button thank you so much